Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let them have it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Salakata back on the fan. While you were sleeping, we started the show talking about a little bit of championship Sunday, a little bit of Aaron Rodgers to the Jets, a little bit of Daniel Jones and how much he's going to get for the Giants, and really just the tie-in of look at the four teams that you have left and how they got to where they are. Building teams. It's not just about one specific player or skill positions or, you know, obviously they have good quarterbacks, but... You look you look around at the foundation, and look, the Niners have done it with a, a third-string quarterback, a rookie quarterback in Brock Purdy, but you look at the foundation that these teams have built. That's what you need to sustain success. Obviously, you need a good quarterback as well, or good quarterback play, but you need to build a sustainable model through the draft, smart contracts. And for the Giants, they actually may be further away from being in the championship game than the Jets. And I know that sounds crazy being that the Giants just had a win last week and they would actually be in the game this year. But it's, to me, mostly because of the weaker NFC and also because of the Giants' schedule. Just a lot of things worked in their favor. I'm not taking away from them. I'm just saying overall where it's going to be hard to get back to where they were this year results-wise. They're still very early on in their rebuilding process. It's going to be year two, and they're going to have to pay Daniel Jones. I'm still hoping and thinking it's going to be under 35 a year. All signs are pointing to north of that. I'll believe it when I see it. But that's going to impact how they build out the rest of the team, and they need a lot of work. The Jets are playing in the much tougher conference, but they also have a more talented team overall. Now, There are questions with the head coach. There are obviously questions with the quarterback. They don't have a quarterback right now. But you look at the other pieces that are in place, they've built a solid defense that you hope can continue to get better. They have skill positions uh, or skill players at the skill positions that can be studs with Wilson and with um, Brees Hall. I mean, you look at what the Jets have been able to do, and obviously they got help on the offensive line. They're built well in the trenches. Jets are a solid team right now. 
that if they add Aaron Rodgers, they can be in that conversation. That's how significant of a move that would be. And if he's available, you go get him. I don't care about the picks. I don't care about the money. You go get him. And right now, what they should be doing as an organization is putting themselves in the best position possible to lure Aaron Rodgers. Because the only question, you know, you look at if the Packers are, in fact, going to only trade him to an AFC team. Let's say the Packers do decide to trade him. And I still have reservations about that. But say the Packers say we're trading him and it's going to be an AFC team and they stick with that, as they said. Who, I mean, what are the teams? The Jets are front and center. They have what it takes to get him. They're willing to do what it takes to get him. And they're in a spot where they can win with him. Raiders, Titans, I don't think those situations are as appealing as the Jets are. And if it means bringing in Nathaniel Hackett, who failed miserably as a head coach but had success as a coordinator with Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay, if it means hiring him to try to help lure Aaron Rodgers, you do it. What do you have to lose at this point? You need a coordinator anyway. And what's the worst case? You don't get Rodgers, Salah, Hackett get fired after the Jets don't make the playoffs? Big deal. That's what's going to be tough to lure him here because he's not stupid. I mean, except when it comes to being a head coach, but he's not stupid and understands that situation that, hey, this is probably a, you know a rough spot. We got to have success. But get back on the horse if you're Hackett, bet on yourself, and go have success. Anyway, if I'm the Jets, I do anything I can to try to hire Hackett and then make it more appealing for Aaron Rodgers. That is what the Jets are about right now. It's got to be all about Aaron Rodgers. We also discussed some Baseball Hall of Fame stuff, some trickle-down leftover stuff from yesterday, whether it's Scott Rowland, whether it's Thurman Munson. I actually could not believe some of the numbers that I saw from Thurman Munson hitting under 20 homers, but yet driving in over 100 runs for three years. Remarkable. Anyway, just conversation about the Hall of Fame, which is always fun. Uh, you know, Nick's in a tough stretch here. Nets and Ben Simmons you know, lose to the Sixers last night. A little bit with the hoops. Uh, some hockey. Shohei Otani in the uh, article that Andy Martino wrote from SNY.TV, which basically says the Yankees and the Mets will not be making a trade for Otani in uh, at any point really before the season, midway through the season, although I guess before the season would be more likely because it wouldn't be a rental. But assuming that the Angels stick to what their plan is, not trading Otani until midway through the year, the Mets and Yankees pretty much aren't going to be involved in that. But as free agent, uh, as a free agent, I don't think there's anybody that's going to outbid the Mets. And we'll see if Otani wants to come to the East Coast. 877-337-6666. Fran is calling from Montville, Connecticut. What's up, Fran? Sal, 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 my friend, you're killing me. Why? What'd with, I do now? Oh, man, with this shaving. I oh. can't believe this. What? You don't shave your chest? Uh, no. What type Jesus, of man are I, you? I, I, no, don't shave anything, including my face. A little bit around my beard. Right. But my point is, I mean, what is the point of shaving? I mean... To look good. To... Uh, what makes you think that you don't look good with with the yeah, hair? Unkempt I mean, hair is not a, a good look. Years, it's, we did. Yeah, I know, but you know what? We've evolved as a society. Start shaving your chest for goodness' well, sake. Like, anyway, don't hang up on me when I say this, but I'm said it the best way ever. I'm telling you, if you shave, 
you, you, when you go to the restaurant, you order uh, the uh, double order of fruit salad. I mean, it's just. I don't know what I don't know what that means, but by the way, I've got him up on my bar right now as I talk to you. I don't know what that means, but I don't think it's appropriate. And look, I must said uh, some stupid things that got him in trouble. Uh, I'm not going down that road. Yeah, I respect the the greatness of him, of course, but I I don't. uh, That is an inappropriate comment, and it doesn't mean just because somebody doesn't agree with what another person may do doesn't mean that it's wrong. If I want to shave my chest to look good, I could do it. And you don't have to, and that's fine. But it doesn't make anybody less than or, you know, less of a man or whatever, you know, whatever your issue may be. If you shave your chest, I'm doing it to look good. Probably should do it more often, quite frankly. In the summertime, just means it's just tram it up a little bit. Try it, friend. Evolve. Brett is calling You're from the Long Island. Of, of the oh, yeah. <laughs> Brett? Since we're sharing, I uh, I shave regularly with a Mach 3 in the shower. I shave my arms, they, armpits. There you go. Now, do you chest, work out? And, and I shave down below. Uh, well, yeah, I, I, work out, I work out my whole life. Yeah. Well, I, I, I think... here's, the big, here's the big confession. Years ago, this is where now I'm going to lose you and, and, and the audience. I'm going to be done with this one. But years ago, I don't know, maybe 10 years ago I stopped doing it. I would go regularly to one of the nail salons with all the girls in there. Mm-hmm. And uh, an Asian woman used to wax my chest, stomach, and back. I'd lay there for an hour. You know, I'm I've out, heard like, pristine condition. I've yeah. heard, yeah, I, I've heard of uh, guys that do that. I have never gone the the route of getting waxed. It just doesn't seem something that's appealing to me. But I understand it. Look, dude, it's then, hard to because it's hard to do it even if you shave. You know, if you care about that and wanting to be clean of any hair or whatever and clean yourself up, it's it's hard to do it. So I could understand wanting to get waxed. And then back in the day, I even tried. I got. I went to one of those places where they do it. It was called like electrolysis, like hair removal. Hmm. Did it like work? Where they zap you. It hurt really bad. Uh, it, and it didn't work, the place I went to. I went hmm. for like 10 sessions. An old girlfriend bought it. I think the bigger problem is, is the... The what? Hairy. I, uh, the back hair. Yeah, well, you can't get to it. I know you need you need help getting that. Although they make these things where they extend the arms on the shaver now and you can get to all those spots. Look, bottom line is yeah, if you sh- if you shave your chest or back or whatever, or just I'm not saying you have to shave it bald, but if you maintain it, it says, you know what it says? I care about me. I want to look good for me and you too, but I want to look good. That's what it says. Sal, can I get to a sports question or just keep going with this? Yeah, if you may. Okay. So another question. I keep hearing you say you can't, out you can't do this you can't say universally you have to get you know a certain player i don't care at all costs and you know you have to lure Aaron Rodgers. and listen the conversation's on the table but you you can't mortgage everything unless you know also known as mark stafford that you're gonna win that you're gonna win now right well, why like not? You, like, You're talking chest, about okay. the, the Rams did it with Stafford, whatever it worked out for Matthew Stafford uh, and the Rams. But I'm not looking at any other situation other than the Jets right now. And what makes the Jets or what gives the Jets the best chance to compete for a Super Bowl now? It's getting Aaron Rodgers. So you, don't, you don't talk about 
the restructuring of Williams' contract because he wants more money now, uh-huh. and they were going to do that and make him happy. Uh-huh. What players are you going to lose? You're, you're going to lose receivers. You know, you're not going to be able to keep all of those. Well, receivers. they got they guys got on rookie contracts. They got guys on rookie contracts right now. Look, and you'll figure it out. You can replace Braxton Berrios. You cannot. Re- you can't get a guy that's as good as Aaron Rodgers. So they'll figure out the rest of their situation as far as the cap goes. But it I fits. feel like you need to know that first, though. You're just speaking on it. Like I feel like you need to start to talk about this like under a microscope instead of just saying that. No, no, like because nothing learn. else. But, but nothing else matters at the moment. You get Aaron Rodgers, it, it, and then it, it does, then you it figure does it out. Matters though. No, it does, what, no. How many first round? Picks, would you? No, I need to know more. Yeah, you do. Well, let's say two. Want, let's say two. Professional opinion. Let's say right, two. So for two first round yeah. picks, right? Yeah. How much are you paying him? Well, his contract, sixty million bucks a year. Now they could rework it. There's going to be ways where they. I don't rework think it's sixty though this year. I don't. You don't have to give him sixty, do you? No, I, I do think it's fifty-eight or sixty. But they could rework yeah. that. Even Rodgers himself said they're going to rework, likely rework the deal wherever he so is. I need to know what that is. I need. To well, know we don't know yet. Right. So, like I said, I need to know. Like, put it on paper. So, is it fifty-eight million, two first-round picks, and then do who are we losing? And then we bring them in. Who? Are we well, losing? what do you mean? You're what giving up. You're, you're giving up. You're giving up draft you're picks. You're not going to get Hopkins now. You're not getting him. Who right? cares? Well, we who? What do you? You know, you have Eli. You have Eli Moore and Garrett Wilson. Who cares about the others? They, they can figure it out. And you have. Uh, well, what? and the old line, Ivera Tucker. You hope Beckton's in shape, right? And then. Fan, he's gone. Like you better have an old line. I'm just saying it's not so simplified the way you're saying it. I need to have exactly know the situation. The Rams were ready. Well, but you're not familiar. You're you're not familiar with the Jets situation, Brett, because you're focused on the Giants and shaving your chest. Thank you for the call. You, the Jets are built right now where they're set up to where they can take Rodgers in. The, the salary cap is not going to be an issue, and they have a solid team built around him. They have a young – that's what makes the Jets appealing right now is that they have a lot of guys who are performing at a high level on rookie contracts. Now, I'm sure there are going to be some pieces like every year that come and go. Who that is exactly at this moment, they don't know. The point is, if you have an opportunity to go get a quarterback of that caliber, you go get him. You go get him. Corey Davis was the other guy I was thinking about, the wide receiver for the Jets as well. I don't know. I got to look at their contract situations. I'm not worried about their contract situations right now. You know why? Those guys could be replaced. You know who's not going anywhere? Garrett Wilson. You know for sure he's not going anywhere. Brees Hall. He's coming back healthy. Bam Knight. You know, they got running backs. I'm not worried about that. The offensive line, they got to get the offensive line healthy with Vera Tucker getting him back. If they could ever get uh, Becton healthy, that would help. Yeah, they got to make sure they lock up Williams. Sauce isn't going anywhere. Like, the Jets have the key pieces in place. You get the quarterback, and you worry about the rest later. You think I'm worried about Braxton Berrios or whatever third, you know, Corey Davis contract? Oh, they might lose Tyler Conklin. Uh-oh. How are they going to ever overcome that? I can't bring in Rodgers if it means I'm going to lose Berrios or Tyler Conklin. Brian is calling from Hoboken. What's up, Brian? Hey, how you doing, Sal? How are you, Brian? Good, good. Uh, you think you're going to Aruba? 
I am, yes. I'm looking forward to it next week. Or two weeks, I guess. You thinking about after that? You thinking about Hawaii, maybe down the road? Well, I've been in Hawaii for our honeymoon. I would love to go back. It's just uh, right now, it's it's too much of a time commitment and and financial, but it's too much of a time commitment. Come on, you're on TV. That's time money commitment. So more to think for you. That that yes, done. That is not true. Not even uh, not even close to being true. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I have a mess point for you, Sal. Um, mm-hmm. A couple things. Um, obviously, with the Otani news, the likelihood of Moreno trading him in season, especially to Cohen, seems remote. Um, I, I, who are they? I'd like to target a bat at the deadline. I'm not happy with Escobar at third base. I mean, I, I, these reports of him having some kind of family issues over, over the last kind of year suddenly surfaced out of nowhere. Um, what about someone like Willie Adams um, looking at the Brewers? and get, so We need some kind of a, a power bat. Never got it. Um, just looking for someone, in, and also I don't, I don't love the whole fact about the whole Chafin and uh, Britain thing that suddenly mm-hmm. the Mets are more concerned about options. Like, I, what are they doing here? What is Eppler doing? I, well, that you know, I don't get. I'm with, forget about the power bat right now because they're not getting one right now. Their offense is set. It is what it is going into the year. It's going to be Beatty and Alvarez at some point. You would think that are going to come up and potentially make an impact. They will go trade for a bat. Who that bat is going to be? I don't think anybody could tell at this particular point right now. I mean, you could start to look at the guys who were in their last year of a contract, but it might not necessarily be that anyway. It could be somebody that's under team control, but is you know uh, having a good year that's on a bad team. So a, a lot of guys could shake free. You have to see how that plays out in season. As far as the bullpen goes, and thank you for the call, Brian. Chafin and Britain would no doubt be better than whatever arm they're going to keep in that bullpen instead that has options. They are hung up on having a guy that they can send back and forth that has options so they could send him down during the course of the season. I I don't know why. I mean, I get like having, I, I understand you want to have the versatility and the, the flexibility to be able to send guys down or a guy down. But if it means having a better reliever in the bullpen, send somebody out, cut somebody else from the bullpen, Nagosik or whatever, get rid of him and get somebody else in there with options. Upgrade any which way you can. Especially if it's Chafin. I like the idea of Britain, but there's an unknown with Britain because he's coming back off of an injury. So you don't know what he's going to be. Bullpens are fickle anyway, but him in particular. Chafin at least a stud. You put him in the bullpen, you don't have to worry about it. Why would I want a guy that I have to worry about? I could send him down or I could bring him back up. Why would I need that if I have a guy that I know could get the job done? And like I said, if it's if you want somebody that bad with options, good. Bring in Chafin and then get somebody else out of the bullpen. That you can use that has options. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Man, it takes a knee and the New York Giants are the Super Bowl 42 champions. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. They knock off the mighty Patriots. 17-14. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. I just saw a cool tweet. It's a retweet from John Boy. Uh, I don't know who this is. Jay, cut or whatever. Somebody, uh, John Boy retweeted that has a rare to less rare scale of things that happen in baseball. This is right up Alan Jerry's alley. This is pretty cool. Uh, By the way, Alan Jerry coming up in about a half hour with the warm-up show at 5 a.m. But... It goes from, like I said, rare to less rare, and it shows things that have happened in a game for an individual. And, like, for example, hitting for the cycle, that's the least rare, 339. No hitter, 318. Inside the park, Grand Slam, 224 times. Home run in his first career at bat, 133 times. Immaculate inning, 110 times, and so on. The most rare occurrence was two grand slams in an inning. Of course, that's like probably never happened again. Four grounded into uh, DPs in a game. That's happened twice. Three hits in an inning has actually happened three times. That's crazy. A grand slam in a first career at bat four times. You know, this is my favorite one probably right here. 20 strikeouts in a nine-inning game. That's only happened five times. I mean, I remember Kerry Wood in 1998. Now, that'll never happen again because there's no way anybody would be around to strike out 20 guys, you wouldn't think, in nine innings. Too many pitches, get him out. But it's actually pretty cool, a pretty cool scale. And just puts it in a perspective, uh, uh, puts it in perspective a little bit. Um, perfect game lost on the 27th batter. That's happened 14 times. Unassisted triple play 15 times. Anyway, pretty cool to check it out if you're a baseball fan. I'm, I'm assuming if you're listening to this show, yeah, likelihood is you're probably a baseball fan. 877-337-6666. Sal is calling from Matawan, New Jersey. What's up, Sal? Hey, Sal. How you doing? How are you? Good, good. Uh, with this, the shaving thing, uh, when I had my uh, triple bypass last year, they shaved me from head to toe. Hmm. And it was, it was very, very weird. I, I almost got, I got to the point where after he was finished shaving me in the front, I was getting ready to turn over on the back. So I said, if you want to do my butt now, you might as well do everything. Yeah, right. <laughs> <You know>? Right. <laughs> it was like, and it was very, very, very weird. You know, when I got home, and it, it, I mean, everything grew back in. But I'm like in police camp. When I take a shower, 
whatever falls out, falls out. And I'm an old school Italian, so uh, yeah, I don't do anything. I know, I, know. I, I get it. We got to evolve. <laughs> we got to maintain. Look, to each his own. I'm, I'm, it's fine. I'm right. just saying, for me, I got to maintain a little bit. In the summertime, I want to look, uh, look a little cleaner up top. Uh, all right, all right. Like you said, to each his own. Hmm. <laughs> um, Aaron Rodgers, let, let's get him here. Uh, I'm a Jet fan for over 50 years, and I'm, I'm just tired of the mediocrity and not being able to find the quarterback. And I don't care if it's for one year or two years. You know, they're, they're in position to be in the playoffs now. And, and just to get in the playoffs and, and maybe make some noise in the next couple of years, I, I want to see that. I don't care what it costs or what they got to do. Let's just get them. Yeah, if they look, the Jets, it, it's twofold because it takes two to tango here. It, it can't just be the Jets are going to go out there and acquire right. him. He's got to want to come here. So, from right. the Jets side of things, I do get the feeling that they are going to do the best that they can to get Rodgers. Now, I hope that that means hiring Hackett to at least lure him here uh, a little yeah. bit, make it more appealing. But they're going to give up the draft picks, they will take on the money. That's not the concern. It's got to be, does Rodgers want to come to the Jets? I actually think it's going to happen. I didn't think it was going to I didn't think it was going to happen before you know last week, if you would ask me, I'd be like, ah, no way. And I still think there's a part of Rodgers that maybe doesn't want New York. But once they said that they're old, the Packers said that they only trade him if they do to an AFC team, look at the AFC teams. Where is where is he where is he going in the AFC that's going to be any better than the Jets? Right, right. You know, like you said, we we have a chance to you know build a little something here for the next couple of years if they can get the quarterback. Let's just hope they can do it. Uh, the other thing, uh, though, with the Hall of Fame, uh, you're right about the the whole atmosphere and the ambiance is going up there. I brought my when I my kids were young, my two boys, they were six and ten, which I think is like a perfect age. You know, we took them up there at that time. Uh, the Yankees had a farm team in uh, Oneonta. We mm. went to a minor league game. You know, it was like a whole, we were up there for about like four days and it, it, it was great. It really was good, a good atmosphere, but they're just watering it down so much. I mean, Roland, he's a good player. You know, he's in that. Now they're talking about, you know, David Wright. Is David Wright a Hall of Famer? I love David Wright, but to me, he's he's not a Hall of Famer. He's a, he's a good player. He was good for the Mets. He was a good team player, but, but these guys aren't Hall of Famers. Agreed. I mean, you know, if I have to, if I have to think, if you give me a name and I got to think for a couple of seconds, then to me, it, you know, it's not really a Hall of Famer. You know, they just it should it down be, so yeah, and and it's not even that it's watered down, which is definitely a problem, Sal. And thank you for the call. It's not just that; that's a problem in itself. How about the fact that it's watered down, but still also has some of the all-time greats not in? It's a combination of who they've let in, and who they've kept out. They're all over the place. You're going to let Scott Rowan in? Let others in then. How do you not have Keith Hernandez or Don Mattingly in it? Not to mention Bonds, Clemens, Kurt Schilling. You know, whatever. I get that the steroid stuff, but think about it. Manny Ramirez, and he's a name that doesn't come up often enough. It's always Bonds, Clemens, A-Rod. Manny Ramirez was one of the best hitters the sport has ever seen. And he's not in the Hall of Fame. Now, I get why, but come on now. And you're going to tell me that Scott Rowland is a better ball player than all those guys that I just mentioned? He's not. 
And even if those guys were in, Scott Rowland still shouldn't be getting it. It's not just Rowland either. It's Harold Baines. It's Mike Mussina, Don Sutton. There's guys who, once you open that can of worms, it, it, that's it. There's guys that shouldn't be in. You can't boot them out, unfortunately. But they should trim the fat and clean it up. You know, like chest hair. Clean that thing up a little bit. The Hall of Fame has gotten to the point where it's a scraggly chest out of control. And you guys just want to keep going with it. I want to clean it up. Pluck them out. Eric is calling from Ron Conkama. What's up, Eric? Oh, man. So I, I thought I was <laughs> tuning into the wrong program at first. The, the, the only thing I'm going to say about this topic is Steve Carell from 40-Year-Old Virgin, and I'll leave it at that. Yeah, when he got waxed, uh, I remember. Yeah. Now, he's got a hairy well, chest. Yeah. yeah, well, you know, there are some people uh, that, that have that issue. Right, but, all right, but you, gotta um, get, you can clean up a little bit. I mean, there's nothing, no harm in that. Yeah, well. It's, Waxing it's, 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 is the extreme. Well, uh, unless you're a masochistic, you know. I'm, I'm getting the sense uh, that you uh, you do not shave your chest. Uh, no, no, yeah. I, I figured I was born a certain way, and uh, hmm. that's what I was meant to be. So, so. Born this way. Uh, I like it. Right, exactly. So, Okay, uh, and just to, uh, to finish up with a quick thing from yesterday, we're less than two months away from uh, Creed Three. just so you know. Um, when, when does it come out? But, uh, it's March. I don't know the exact date, but uh, it's, it, it's March. Perfect. So I did this perfect timing yeah. without even knowing it. I knew yeah, that the actually, movie was that, coming out, but I didn't, <laughs> yeah. Again, yeah, now I'm going to watch the, the three Creeds next. I'll get on that, find out where they're streaming. Well, there's two at the oh, moment. two. I mean the two Creeds, right. Right, yeah. yeah. Right, yeah. Um, you know, the – as far as the Jets, I mean, look, the – I know a lot of the, the discussion is as far as who potentially gets signed as a quarterback could ultimately affect, again – uh, you know, players uh, that are currently there or prospects or whatever. Look, my my main thing is, and I know I mentioned yesterday as far as, you know, a little leery about Rodgers with, with being in New York, but whatever, it's still the best talent out there. The, my main issue is I want them to get the, the person who fits the team the best uh, and, and has the talent. I don't, I don't want them to bring someone in that, well, okay, you know, he, he – uh, can, you know he's a he's a runner, so let's bring him in here. I want him to be able to fit the team the best, complementary, and also has the best possible talent for who's on the team. I mean, yes, you're gonna have to make some minor moves here and there around whoever they bring in, but I don't want them to just be like, all right, well, you know, bring in that name because he's the biggest name, and you know, like, like everyone's saying, well, Tom Brady, but I don't know if Tom Brady would be the best fit for you know for this team. Uh, Tom so, Brady, I would yeah. never think would want to come here, but you don't think Rodgers is the best fit? Well, I'm not saying that. I'm just, I'm just, I, I want them to bring in the the one. I mean, Tom. I mean, uh, uh, Rodgers has certainly, I think, the, the biggest talent out of everyone out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly, um, you know, and I think, I think he'd love to ha- have a couple of uh, stud running backs and and uh, you know Garrett Wilson and all. That's what I'm saying. You know, if, if you don't have to worry about you know losing potential pieces bringing him in, then by all means, you know, uh, he's the best one for, you know, uh, to bring in. I, but I've heard, like, Lamar Jackson thrown out there, but, you know, the, the saying as far as the uh, him, he doesn't have the best throwing ability. Right. Jackson. Right. But and I, Jackson's that, not going to happen anyway. He's staying in Baltimore, so that's a non-starter. It, 
Look, but I didn't think I didn't think Rodgers. Yeah, I didn't think Rodgers was going to be realistic until this week. I started to feel like maybe it's a combination of them saying they're, they're going to trade him to the AFC, listening to what he said on the McAfee show, doing the math in the AFC. I now think it's realistic that Rodgers could be a Jet. So that that to me is the perfect fit. You know, this was not an option in my mind, a realistic one, where people said, oh, Brady or Rodgers. I was like, come on, that's not going to happen. Now I do think that Rodgers is at least an option. It's at least a a possibility, a strong possibility. And I think he would be the perfect fit. Yeah, I mean, and and now, I mean, you know, me being skeptical and everything, I'm not going to, until I see them standing up at the podium holding the jersey, I'm not going to get overly excited, you know. But uh, I've seen, you know, had too many disappointments with, you know, uh, strong rumors and they don't pan out. But, uh, but I mean, but yeah, that'd be great if he came in. Uh, you just got to hope it'd be a better, you know, scenario than, uh, than uh, the Fox situation, uh, you know, back then. But, well, of uh, course. And I know it's so weird that, and thank and you. And he got the, injured anyway. So that was yeah, of, right. Was, but it is weird that years later, the, the way to get another star quarterback is from the Jets, uh, is from the Packers for the Jets and the guy <laughs> who, the guy who took over. Four far. Right. I mean, that's that's right. crazy. It's it's following a pattern here. And thank you for the call, Eric. As always, appreciate checking in. But it's worth it. And for what it's worth, I think Rodgers be better at this point than Favre was at that point. I'm fascinated by it. I know a lot of people don't like Rodgers. I'm not saying that I do or don't. I don't really care about his personality. I care about what he does on the field. But I'd be intrigued to see how he handles New York and see how he, a guy who's come under fire, right? People have turned on him nationally. I'd like to see Rodgers go out there. And I think he's got the right attitude. He does not care what anybody thinks. I'd like to see Rodgers go out there and win over the toughest fans in the world, right? New York. I mean, this is what it's all about. You don't perform, you're going to get booed. I don't care how good you are. Even if you do perform, you still might get booed. Ask Aaron Judge. Guy breaks records. He's in the postseason. He strikes out a couple times. Fans are booing him after hitting 62 homers. It's crazy. Rodgers, I'd like to see him go out there and win over what has been a beaten down to a pulp fan base. It won't take much. Tell you that. But he'll go out there and have him in the palm of his hands if he does what he did in Green Bay. That's all that matters. I don't care what he's, what Hayabisca or whatever the hell he's doing. He goes out there and wins, he's going to be a hero. Ralph is calling from Fairlawn. What's up, Ralph? Hey, Sal. Second time calling. How you doing, man? How are you, Ralph? Good, brother. Hey, I just got a quick question for you. Uh, two, two questions. Do, do you shave? Do you shave? Well, do I what? I'm sorry, do you, do you shave because you idolize Dr. Evil? No. Um, no, that just that, that just happened to be a nice coincidence. By the way, my best co- my best Halloween costume ever was Dr. Evil back in 2013, I think. It's a joke, it's a joke. But yeah. anyway, uh, if the Jets, if Green Bay tells the Jets, we want two first-round picks plus, uh, plus Zach Wilson, would you do that trade? How about new, you crazy bastard? Thanks for the call, Ralph. No, I would, of course I would do that. I just want to get in the how about no. Oh, sure, you Dr. Evil. 
you do the trade. Uh, they're not going to want Zach Wilson back. They have Jordan Love. But you do the two first-round picks, and the Jets are going to have to look to move Zach Wilson eventually. Because if you even if you get Aaron Rodgers, it's just not worth keeping him. I would keep him now, but then maybe next year move him. Look, if they get Aaron Rodgers, who cares about Zach Wilson? Let him learn. Let him sit there on the bench. doesn't matter. He's not the story. It's about Aaron Rodgers and trying to go out there and win a Super Bowl. And isn't that what we all want? So I wouldn't worry about Zach Wilson. But, yeah, I'd do it. I would dump Zach. Wil- I would dump the two picks and, if need be, Zach Wilson. But that would not be the trade. It, and like I said, if they want more than two first-round picks, sure. I don't know if I would do three first-rounders. You might not have to. But whatever the asking price is for Rodgers, I think it's worth it for the Jets to go out there and pay it. Go for it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Sal, kind of back on the fan. Got about 10 minutes left of your calls, 877-337-6666. Go to the warm-up show with Alan Jerry. For the record, I was just talking to Jerry outside in the newsroom. Jerry does shave his chest. Hmm. See, I told you, Jerry and I, former partners at Columbia doing games together, and we shave chests together as well. Uh, actually, no, that's inaccurate. We didn't ever shave our chest together, but we do shave our chest. And it's not even just shave, it's just like keeping it clean. You know what I mean? As Jerry said, it's not 1970 anymore. Come on, you got to. It's disgusting. You can't let that thing get out of control. Keep it under, especially in the summer. You do what you will in the winter. Summertime, you're out there in a tank top or shirt off poolside. Come on, keep it clean. Dave is calling from the Turnpike. What's up, Dave? Hey, Sal, what's going on? How are you, Dave? I'm great. Hey, listen, I'm going to be all over the place, but I hope you can give me at least two minutes. You got it. Um, the uh, What you were saying about the uh, all those crazy stats with baseball, I cannot believe a guy who hates Roger Clemens as much as you do, his favorite thing in the world is going to be guys who struck out 20 batters in nine innings. Well, remember. He did it twice. I mean. Clemens did it before. Him. He did it before I hated him. He did it once before and once after. What, year, what year was the second one? Uh, two. Uh, it was with, I believe it was his last year with the Red Sox from 97. Yeah, well, that was before I hated him. Oh, you oh, okay. So it was both times before you hated him. Once was 84 and then the other time. Right. I remember the original one. I, yeah, that not, was a I, nasty weather game against Seattle. That yeah. Was terrible. I, I mean, I just remember that from a kid. I don't remember the second one as much. But I only started hating Clemens after he hit Piazza in 2000. Yes, and I, I'm telling you. When, when we meet, I will wear my my 1984 or 1983 University uh, Texas University of Texas Roger Clemens jersey, and you're gonna love it. It's no, fantastic. no, I would not. It is I would the not most love it. Amazing jersey you ever saw. I would not love it. I hate Roger Clemens. <laughs> I know you did. And uh, one of the <laughs> other things we were, <laughs> I I I, uh, I shaved my back. I'm 50 years old, and you know what? My wife deserves better. Thank you. Settled on me. There's always a reacher and a settler. In a uh, relationship, I was definitely the reacher. Definitely settled. Well, there so, you go. And you know what? I'm you got to try to do the best you can. can. There you go. There I you go, do Dave. I can to make sure that she uh, is proud of me and, and will hold my hand and not, you know, and uh, and stand by me for as long as she will. And, and she's an angel for doing it. So. Good job, Dave. That's a good job. And thank you for the call. Um, we appreciate you checking in. 
You gotta. It's, it's not just about you. It's about them too. But the Clemens stuff. Look, I actually as a kid, I liked Roger Clemens. How could you not? If you're somebody my age, I was born in '79, so you know, do the math. In now, my favorite thing about Roger Clemens was watching him weep in 1986. But growing up, you know, the 86 or the 85 tops Roger Clemens card was one of the premier cards that I remember collecting. 85 tops, 86 tops, 86 Don Ross. You know, Clemens was the guy. I loved Roger Clemens. And then I learned a little bit more about him. And when he became a Yankee and drilled Piazza on purpose, I lost whatever respect I had for him. Plus, he's a cheater, and he won't admit it. I don't care even that he cheated. I just want him to admit it. Like, who are you fooling, dude? Come out and admit it. We know you did it. I'll make a deal. I'll bury the hatchet, the 20-plus year hatchet that I've had with Roger Clemens. I'll bury it for good, forever, when he admits that he cheated. That's all. Just admit you juiced. We all know you did. Admit it. uh, Jeff is calling from Smithtown. What's up, Jeff? Morning, Sal. How you doing today? Good, Jeff. How are you? All righty. Um, with the um Aaron Rodgers deal. Okay, let's just say the Jets get him. Okay, do you think the Jets have the team to compete against the Mahomes in Kansas City and a Burrow in Cincinnati and continue to compete with Buffalo and beat them to get to the Super Bowl? Buffalo, possibly- yes. Buffalo, yes. I can't say the other two, but I don't think anybody does. I okay. think. But but those but that doesn't mean that they're going to be in the championship game every year. S- things happen. Guys get hurt. Circumstances may change year to year. For, I mean, I expect the Chiefs and Bengals to be mainstays in the AFC, but there may be an off year. There may be an off day where they get caught by somebody. Okay. If they I get, understand that, If the Jets but... get Rodgers, they're in the conversation. Oh, absolutely. I agree with you 100%. But if it's only for, so to say, two years, for argument's sake, mm-hmm. okay, as a Jet fan, are you just going to be happy with making the playoffs and, and not possibly getting to you know to the Super Bowl and possibly winning one? No, I think the goal with Rodgers in those two years is to get to and win a Super Bowl. Okay, and like I said, you still got to compete against the Burroughs, the Holmes, the Herbert. I know. The, All right, know, so, so, so what would you rather do? I mean... <laughs> For, I would. I, I'm with you. I would give it a shot, you know, for the two years, and hopefully it pans out. But me personally, I, I'm not a Jet fan. But me personally, I don't see it happening. Well, no, I'm not the, saying with it's, the other competition. Yeah, I, I get that, Jeff, and thank you for the call. I didn't say it would happen, but it's their best chance to make it happen. The Burrow and Mahomes aren't going anywhere. What, what do the Jets do? Just give up? Punt? That's it. Wait till those guys retire. It wasn't enough with Tom Brady. Now it's Mahomes and Burrow. Like, you got to build the best team you can and hope to go beat them. And what I would do is not only bring in Rodgers, you need to make the defense take another step. And that could be the difference. Because they're not going to be as good offensively, even with Rodgers, as the Bengals or Chiefs, right? Odds are they're not going to be as good as those teams. But maybe they can make up the difference with the defense. Point is, you get Rodgers, you're in the conversation. You don't, you're not. Frank is calling from East Isle. What's up, Frank? Hey, good morning, Sal. How are you, Frank? Good, buddy. A uh, couple quick points on Rodgers. Number one, I think it's perfect timing. We have a three-year window. We have, with his draft class last year, you could absorb the uh, first-round picks because if they do make the playoffs next year, 
that the second pick that they get would be in the mid to late 20s. So right. the draft class last year really sets it up for this. And also, you're going to have to pay these guys out of their rookie deal. So you have to win now while they're in their rookie deals because you can't pay everybody. You can't pay Sauce. You can't pay Garrett Wilson. You've got to pay Quinn and Williams this right. year. There's just not enough money. And I heard yesterday also, I don't know who was talking about it, and the way that they would restructure the deal or whatever to get Rodgers, he would only make, like, count for, like, 24 or $25 million under the cap next year for two years. So I think it's perfect timing, perfect fit for the next two or three years. What Agreed. No, I agree with you, Frank. I, I, that's why I would go in on Rodgers. Make it work however you want to restructure the contract, but you have a team right now that has shown you that they can play well with a bunch of guys on rookie contracts. Take advantage of it. Andrew in Florham Park, New Jersey. What's up, Andrew? Hey, Sal. Uh, one of your favorite guys, Joe Torrey, he was one of those people that grounded into uh, four double plays in one game. I don't remember it, but Mets. I've heard about it, yes. Yeah, he was with the Mets. It was a bad team in the 70s. Bobby V was on that team. They had, like, all guys that were over 35. They were really bad. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I don't remember it firsthand, but I did uh, remember hearing about that. Isn't that a cool list, though? And thank you for the call, Andrew. Isn't that a cool list? Give him credit. Uh, where the hell is it now? Of course, I lost the tweet. Uh, Jay Cutta, as I said, as um, John Boy retweeted him and just goes over. I mean, if you're a baseball fan, those are cool things. And I told you, I've always felt this. Hitting for the cycle is, it's not a great accomplishment. It's just like an oddity. It's a statistical oddity. That is the least rare of the bunch, where 339 times it's been done. I'm actually surprised to see how many no-hitters. 318. That's a lot. How many would you think, you know, off the top of your head, inside the park grand slams? You'd be like, oh, what's that happened? Oh, 20 times inside the park grand slam? 224. Crazy. Anyway, it's just it was cool to look it over and see how many. Yeah, Fle- you know, Fleegs brings up a good point there. I'm sure a lot of those were from, you know, what, the the nineteen the early 1900s you're talking about? 19 oh, whatever. Yeah. You know, slow players 500 feet out to the outfield. Yeah. But still cool. Perfect game loss on the 27th batter. 14 times it's happened. I don't know. It's just pretty cool. Check it out. John Boy retweeted it. Jay Cutta. I guess the guy works for the White Sox. Anyway, that does it for us. Thanks to Fleegs, as always. Thanks to everybody who listened and who called. I appreciate it. Be back again tomorrow for a Football Friday Championship Edition at 2 a.m. The warm-up show with Alan Jerry. That is coming up next. Enjoy the rest of your Thursday. We'll see you tomorrow. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? 
Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.